Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Rabbi Dan Lieberman and this is the 10-Minute Pirkei Avot Podcast. So we go into the 15th Mishnah of the first chapter of Pirkei Avot, and here we have the first Mishnah from Shammai. Shammai Omer, Shammai said, Asei Toratcha Keva, make your Torah study fixed practice. Emor Ma'at, say a little, Va'aseh Harbei, and do a lot. Ve'heve mekabelet kol ha'adam besefer panim yafot, and receive everybody with a cheerful face. These uh, again, another very famous Mishnah Shammai, of course, the other half of the pair with Hillel, um, father of Beit Shammai, father of a huge uh, academy of learning and, and an amazing, amazing Torah scholar. Make your, fi- your Torah study a fixed practice. What does that mean? Now, ideally, of course, we'd be able to study Torah and, and do all these things as, as, as our fixed work and as a permanent job. If we were able to, if we didn't have to make money and live, we'd be able to, to think about God the whole day and be able to study Hashem's Torah the whole day. However, it doesn't work like that because, of course, we have to, uh, we have to, we have to work, we have to eat, we have to earn money, we have to do something. So what we should be doing is the two things that, that, that Shammai is telling us over here. It has Torah has to be keva. It has to be permanent. It has to be something fixed in your life. So therefore, all of the things that you do in your life have to be governed by the attitude of the Torah. So, we we most of the time we do this. We do it on an automatic basis. I give an example. You go to the shop, and you need to buy food. You need to buy a product. You are spend your time looking. For that product, you look at the product, you look at the hechsher, you look for to, to see if it's kosher or not. That is doing normal things, mundane activities, but doing it in a Torah way. When you do business and you're, you think about, well, I can't do this and I can't do that because the Torah says I can't swindle, I can't say, uh, I can't tell lies, false advertising, things like that. Turning All those things is doing doing your work, doing your normal life, but you're doing it, making your Torah keva. You're making your, 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 the Torah itself, you're making that part of your life and a permanent part of your life to such an extent that it governs every single thing that you do. The other idea of, of Asei Torah Chakeva, this comes from the Gemara in Shabbos. The Gemara in Shabbos says, one of the questions that Hashem asks you, uh, you get asked in the, in the heavenly court when you first, um, when you first, pass away, is did you set aside times to study Torah? So, the, the Gemara, the Rabbis, we recognize that recognize that, that a person has to work, a person can't just live in, in Torah study the whole life, but did you, did you do this? Did you, did you set aside time for learning? Did you set aside time for bettering yourself? Did you set aside time to understand the Torah HaVashem and the traditions that we have? And Baruch Hashem, you know, today we've, as I've said many times, we've got a, a fabulous opportunities, um, a fabulous opportunities to do so. There's podcasts, there's YouTube videos. I watched a, a beautiful YouTube video Shira last night. Um, all the time, there's, 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 there's so many opportunities that we have to study. 
it's easy to make it, it's easy to study now. So we have to try and fit that into our life, whether we're driving, we have an opportunity to listen to music or listen to a shiur, you know, maybe one way to, one one of the journeys to work, listen to a shiur, we go for a walk, you go to the gym, you do something, use that time wisely, use the time that we have and fix ourselves into, into studying Torah. You know, there's a, a very important idea is with, with Torah, when, when, it's, it's the connection to who we really are. It's the connection to the truth of Hashem. And therefore, if we, if we spend our life only doing things for ourselves and only doing things that, that for mundane things, then we just don't get the, the, the great benefit of it. So we have to try and make the Torah study both uh, an integral part of our life, but the effects of Torah study and the implementation of that Torah study also has to be um, a permanent part of our, part of our life. You should say a little and you should do a lot. This is the first person who we, we talk about in, in the Torah as, as, as violating this idea is a guy called Ephron. We, we spoke about him in the, a couple of weeks ago in the Parsha. Ephron in the Parsha Chayesara, the beginning of Chayesara. Ephron is the guy who owns Ma'arata Machpelah, the cave in which uh, Avraham, Sarah, Yitzchak, Rivka, Yaakov and Leah are buried. Also, the the Midrash has Adam and Chava are buried there as well. Uh, the the cave in Hebron. He aims it, and he says, oh, "I'll give it you for nothing. I'll tell you the cave. No, you're a very honored man, Abraham. We're not going to charge you any money." And then, of course, at the end, he charges him a huge amount of money for it. So that is the opposite. He said a lot and did a little. We have to be people who are people of action. Don't tell everybody what you're doing because that that diminishes the mitzvah itself it diminishes the practice it it diminishes the effect of of what you're actually doing because you're not doing it for pure motives and also once you start talking and you 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 end up not doing what you say it's very difficult to fulfill your words the torah itself says that you know it's better that you don't say anything don't say anything and just get on get on with the work um if you have a look the, the the contrast of 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 Avraham to Ephron, Avraham, when he gets visited by the angels, he says to them, yeah, you kachnam atmaim, take a bit of water, and I'll give you some something to eat, I'll give you a little bit to eat, and you can wash your feet, and then you'll be able to go. And of course, he makes a huge banquet for them with, with meat and, and, and cakes and bread and beautiful things. So... Those those who uh, the those who those who say it a lot end up not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um, let's just get on with working. Get on with doing the things that we need to do, rather than talking about it, wasting our time having meetings about having meetings about doing making plans instead of being people of action. That's what Shammai is. Shammai, Shammai is driving us to be uh, someone uh, someone of action. And the last one, very important one. You should receive everybody you should greet everyone with a cheerful face everyone everything that you do should be done in a relaxed manner in a congenial manner and that's how you get that's how you get to be nice to other people that's how other people feel you as a nice person um we are we we ourselves we we are obligated to to live in this world we're obligated to uh to to work within a community within a different setting but if we walk around with a sour face all the time and we walk around being aggressive, even though we are doing nice things for other people. It still it takes it it taints it somewhat. It takes some, takes some of the shine, the shine off it. Um, and we have to be very careful. We have to be very careful the way that we in, interact with each other. Um, and we, 
we we have to be kind to other people, and we never know how much how much your how much your uh, smile, how much your your kind face, your, your your pleasant gesture will will affect other people in the world. And you know, there's there's this tiny little things that make you feel better. Um, here in Perth, people are very very nice, and I go running in the morning. And often say that it's the the only place in the morning where where the joggers in the park all wish each other good morning as they as they run past each other. Um, and that's a really nice thing. It's something that we do. So instead of just focusing on on plain knowledge and plain Jewish practice, think about how you're interacting with the outside world. Um, one of the one of the thing, interesting things is we asked my Rosh Hashiv of blessed memory um, about this when we were in yeshiva. We got the opportunity to sit with him at the dinner table, and we used to ask him all sorts of weird questions that you wouldn't ask Rosh Hashivas in a shiur. Uh, but we asked him like this: we talked about sniot, about covering hair, women who are covering their hair, women who are dressing in the, in in the correct manner um, of a, a modest way. And we said, aren't the Muslims better than us because they cover their face as well? And the Rosh Chief answered, and he said, "No, he said it's it it is um, it is prohibited to cover your face as as a Jewish woman, as a Jewish person. You're not allowed to cover your face. In fact, face is considered as Rashut Harabim, is considered as as, as a public property, uh, somewhat because because if you if you covered your face, you wouldn't be able to smile at people. You have to be able to shine your 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 face towards people and 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 be kind and and." And be supportive of those people who who need a little smile every once in a while. So all of these things that that, that Shammai is saying, he's trying to drive us towards perfecting ourselves, but also sharing that sharing that idea of serenity and perfection with other people, and not just keeping it for ourselves in uh, in in such a way that we we can we can miss out. So remember that smiling at people and being pleasant towards people and being bright and sunny towards people. Uh, is is very important. I'll finish one quick little thing. Um, Rabbi Sachs of blessed memory, uh, he always wore a yellow tie, and and he was asked why he would wear it. Why would he wear a yellow tie? Um, and he said that we thought about you know how he how he's going to improve himself, how he's going to make himself happy, how he's going to portray happiness to other people, and uh, he he remembered from the Mister Men books that uh, Mister Happy was a big uh, yellow ball uh, like the. Uh, like the sun, and that's that's the way that he wanted to portray himself, as 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 portraying this happiness to invigorate and to lift up other people who may need some help. Have a very lovely day, and I'll see you again soon.